When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. I am back in the Dragon Hill Fields to finish Solandor's Wing of Illusion. Talk to Yulia the Festival Master. Yulia the Festival Master, the Festival of Blades. Blades, an overseer of most of the events that take place at the Dragonfield Hills, greets you warmly and says she and her crews are tolling day and night. To keep the tournament running on schedule. So I will proceed with the tournament. On to round 19. As a crowd of spectators leap to their feet. And cheer wildly as you take the field. And stride purposely into the centre of the circle of stones. The 19th round of Solidor's Grand Wing of Illusion. Is about to get underway. A shrill, crackling sound fills the air as arms of golden energy leap from the tips of the standing stones, arcing high into the sky overhead. The frantic cheering of the crowd falls to barely a whisper as energy subsides, replaced by the strange, almost eerie calm that always precedes the onset of all of Solidor's phantasmal masterpieces. Suddenly, everything around you begins to blur and shift. Before you can make any attempt to regain your bearings, you find your surroundings have changed. A dragon's life. You stand near the middle of a wide clearing, surrounded on all sides by tall conifers. In the distance to the west, you can make out a dark line of towering mountains. The sky overhead is clear but the long shadows of the trees that splash across tall grass at your feet tells you that afternoon is rapidly fading into dusk. A sudden rush of wind at your back takes you by surprise and causes you to stagger forward several steps as you struggle to maintain your balance in the wake of the force with which it swept past you. Your eyes are immediately drawn to a large-winged, green-scaled creature Alighting in the centre of the the clearing, a forest dragon. The dragon folds its wings and turns its gaze to you, peering at you with its sparkling amber eyes. The dragon appears to be a young one, perhaps only half its full-grown size. But the observation does little to improve your morale. You realise only too well that you are facing a fearsome and deadly foe. You dare to trespass in the womb of, of Tashaptor, 
king of Westgard, roared the dragon. I'll feast on your flesh and wear your bones, human. With that, the young, the young forest dragon starts towards you, keeping its head low to the ground as it approaches. You steal yourself for the brutal fight that now seems imminent. The dragon is taken less than a dozen steps when the scene before you suddenly freezes. The glowing apparition of Solandor appears. Behold, Zoop, says Solandor, the legendary forest dragon Tashaptor. The young creature before you is Tashaptor, 50 years of age. By the measure of his species, he is quite, quite immature, but by the measure of any other, he is most certainly a potent and deadly foe. You ask Solandor where you are, and the master illusionist spreads his arms wide as he replies. This is Westgard Wood, Western Tosa, he says. Several centuries ago, this is the place Tashamtor claimed as his domain, even at such a tender age. And long did he wane over this forest. There is no creature that set foot beneath these trees without his permission. And he did not give it freely. Solandor levels a finger at the young forest dragon before continuing. You will face the dragon in three distinct phases of his life, he says. His tone almost grim. The young dragon you see here is followed by the adult and the ancient form. Tashaptor. Good luck to you, and beware his breath. Solandor's apparition fades, and at once the scene around you returns to life. Your pulse quickens as the young forest dragon's head rears back and his jaws open wide. A thin stream of thick green gra- gra- gas seeps from the, t- from the tapering fang from his gaping fangful moors, as his wise rolled back into his head. Ash Tapdor is about to unleash his deadly breath upon you. I can pick a number. Bonus of 65. 20 from agility. 10 from luck. And 35 from woodmanship. Let's see what happens. 135. Using a nearby stump and the trunk of a fallen tree as cover. Miraculously managed to avoid the dense green cloud of poisonous gas that erupts from Ash Chash Aptor's open jaws. The forest dragon wars his disapproval as you bravely turn to face him. Tash Aptor leaps at you, his talons poised to tear the flesh from your bones. You manage to dodge his initial assault and mount a counterattack. Illusion or not, you realise this will be a brutal fight to the finish. You by fighting young Tashaptor. Alright, Tashaptor wars as he savagely assails you. Right, wait, and yep, keep fighting him. The forest dragon unleashes him, his breath weapon, envelop you in a green cloud of Poisonous gas and is slain. 70 XP. The young dragon slumps to his ground at your feet and gasps three ragged breaths before expiring. You step back, admiring your grim handiwork. 
as you wait for Solendor to present you with the next challenge. That was Tashaptor just after he declared the forest you're standing in to be his, his domain, echoes the voice of Solendor from seemingly every direction. He's a cruel member of his species, and indeed f- knew few allies throughout his long life. Here now is a more grown-up version of the dragon who ruled Westar's wood. As Solendor's voice fades, a lengthy shadow falls across the clearing. You turn your gaze sideward when you behold a large forest dragon, the adult Tashaptor, circling high above the clearing. The dragon unleashes a terrifying bellow and plunges into a dive. The fearsome beast, with its jaws gaping and its deadly talons outstretched, is rapidly descending upon you. Okay, I can attempt to dodge or use archery. I'm going to use archery. Succeeded. 4x speed to archery. Your arrow glances off Tashaptor's thick scales, but comes perilously close to to grazing the ancient forest dragon's left eye. Startled by your unexpected attack, the dragon changes course and comes to land in the middle of the clearing, less than 20 yards from where you stand. You invade my domain! Snarls the mighty dragon, leering you decisively. I have thwarted armies of goblins, half and a five hundred strong, cleared half a legion of horsemen from the battlefield with the sleep of my tail, and devoured six of the ages most feared old lords. Can you possibly think I'm intimidated by the likes of you, human? With no desire to delay the inevitable, and every intention of putting the forest dragon down to defeat, you rush forward and launch your assault on the imposing and fear-inspiring Tash Aptor. Alright, it's adult Tash Aptor now. He roars as he savagely assails you. The forest dragon unleashes his breath weapon, enveloping you in a green cloud of poisonous gas. Yes, I keep fighting him. Yep. He's going he's nearly down, and he is slain. Seven XP. The massive corpse of Tashaptor shimmers and disappears. Just gonna heal now. You exhale hev- heavily and wipe the sweat from your brow, as wait and as wait as you wait in trepidation for what challenge the master illusionist may next have in store for you. Well done, Zoop! Booms the voice Sonnendorf all around. Behold, a most fearsome specimen of dragon kind, five centuries of scales and malice. The ancient Tash Aptor. Solander's voice fades, and almost at once a gnarled snarl erupts from behind you. Spinning on your heels, you find yourself staring at one of the most terrifying creatures you've ever laid eyes on. Nearly twice the size of the adult Tash Aptor, the ancient forest dragon standing only 30 yards from you is a dreadful spectacle. Each of the thick, gnarled, 
holes protruding from the sides of its massive head are longer than your body, and the talons extending from the tips of its scaled fingers almost the length of your forearms. Suddenly, Tashaptor reaches out and takes hold of a large rock. He draws back his arm and hurls the head-sized stone directly at you. The rock hurtles through the air with unnerving velocity and accuracy. Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 30. 20 from agility, 10 from luck. Do I get out of the way? 73. You twist nimbly to the side, narrowly dodging the hurtling rock. The weighty stone... Weighty stone slams into the ground only inches from your right foot. Your quick reflexes very likely saved your life. Tashaptor raises his head to the sky and unleashes a deafening roar and shakes the ground. The ancient forest dragon then lowers his head and fixes his cruel amber eye. Cruel amber eyes on you as he stomps forward, his nostrils flaring. This time, Tashaptor says nothing. The ancient creature considers you to be little more than a bothersome insect and partly acknowledges you to be a thinking being. You bravely hold your ground, prepared to do battle against Solindor's terrifying illusion. It's ancient Tash Actor. It's a big, big, huge, massive, enormous, big, large, sizable dragon that is big. Did I mention he's big? Tash Actor wars as he savagely assails you. And I've just gone into battle wage. I'm just thinking of all the things that he's that he probably did. Yes, he's not even didn't even talk. He didn't even give me a villain monologue. You're supposed to give a monologue. Yeah, he's slain. Seventy-one XP. You stand next to the bulky, thick-scaled corpse of the slain forest dragon. The ancient beast is both fearsome and majestic. Even in death, a new marvel you are able to put down such a dangerous foe. Even if it was only one of Sonador's grand illusions. The dragon's body twitches and your heart leaps into your throat as the gigantic creature slowly returns to its feet. The dragon's wounds begin to rapidly heal before your eyes as the terrifying beast assumes its full height and glares down at you with his cool amber eyes. Tashapdor yet lives. The reborn Tashapdor wears back its horned head and unhinges his cavernous jaws as he prepares to unleash a devastating breath attack on you. A split second before you're about to curse Sonodar aloud, your surroundings suddenly begin to shift and blur. The ancient forest dragon's final breath attack is not to be. I assume the crowd booed that a lot. The scene around you gradually returns to focus and you once again find yourself standing 
made of the circle of stones and the dragon hill fields. The deafening roar of the crowd signals your victory in this. The 19th round of Solidor's Wing of Illusion has been met with feverish approval. Solidor himself strides out onto the field and congratulates you on your victory. The Master Illusionist then cautiously escorts you out of the Wing of Stones. At the edge of the contest field, Solondor again congratulates you and tells you to expect an even greater challenge the next time you're inside the Wing of Stones. Well done, though, Zoop, he says. See, I'm going to have some difficulty thwarting you. Okay, that next one is your last chance. You're going to have to find the mightiest possible thing that you could throw against me. And honestly, there's nothing more mighty than me. You bid the Master Illusionist a farewell and make your way off across the tournament grounds. So I can rest to recover from that. Um, yeah, and next, and soon we're moving on to 19. Oh, wait, mate, we've done 19. On to 20. All right, on to round 20. Just getting to it. Visit the Festival Master. Proceed with the tournament. Proceed to the final round. Do 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 I've beat nineteen rounds now, and still I've not found what could possibly. What could he possibly send to me next? It's the final ring of illusion round. Yeah, 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 it's not scanning properly. Proceed to the final round. The crowd of spectators leap to their feet and cheer wildly as you take the field and stride purposely into the centre of the circle of stones. The final round of Solendor's Grand Wing of Illusion is about to get underway. A shrill, crackling sound fills the air as arms of golden energy leap from the tips of the standing stones, arcing high into the sky overhead. The frantic cheer of the crowd falls to barely a whisper as the energy subsides, replaced by the strange... Almost eerie calm that always precedes the onset of one of Solendar's phantasmal masterpieces. Suddenly, everything about you begins to blur and shift. Before you can make any attempt to regain your bearings, you find your surroundings change to what? The face in the mirror. You stand in the middle of a broad, grassy, tree-winged field. Several yards from you, set atop a low, low stone pedestal, is a large, ornate, wooden-framed mirror. The surface of the mirror ripples continuously. Cautiously, you step towards the mirror and peer into it, immediately shocked and horrified by what greets your eyes. Returning your gaze from behind the surface of the mirror is a cruel, leering reflection of you, adding to your mounting horror. The image in the mirror moves independently and seems to be silently mocking your every motion. You quickly assume a defensive stance 
But at the very moment, the scene about you freezes and the glowing apparition of Solondar appears. How else could I have even the slightest hope of besting you? Smirks Solondor as his gaze shifts back and forth between you and your sinister-looking clone. I figured you'd be be as good a match for yourself as anything else I could come up with. Have, of course, made quite a few embellishments to your illusionary clone. You sigh deeply and Solondor laughs. Well, this is the last chance I have to protect my tournament's reputation. He says, I wish you, as always... The best of luck. The apparition of the Master Illusions fades. Fades and the scene about you returns to life. Your sinister clone leaps out from the mirror and bows and bows deeply. Pleased to make my own acquaintance, he said. His voice tinged with disdain. I have to say, you offered us a fair amount of injustice. You're quite a pathetic representation of ourselves. The eyes of Solondor's masterfully crafted illusionary clone is what most unnerves you. Whilst they resemble your own, there is something cold and lifeless about them. The menacing figure before you in the tall grass in the middle of the field is, apart from his sinister scowl, an exact replica of you. Like you, your clone bears a formidable weapon, shimmering silver mace. He brandishes the piece with a remarkable and quite familiar to real skill. Dragon claw amulet, darkwood wing, wing of long shadows, collage of serpent wing, wound skin's wings, mossy warder's boot, dragon wing breastplate, plate helm, plate gauntlet, plate gout belt, cape of the griffin, blood crystal, goblin. I cause wristband, kite shield, night song sleeves, night song greaves and wound, windles, crimson tamzard. Down to your last equipped piece of armour, you and your cruel clone are outfitted equally. Why should we delay any longer? He says with a scowl. Anticipating an intimate attack, you swiftly assume a defensive stance. Prepared to defend yourself against a foe you can only assume is your equal in every way. The clone draws himself into the same stance and flashes you a wicked grim. Your clone produces a small, red-scaled snake and grins rapidly as he flings the, flings the squirming creature at you. The snake lands on your torso and immediately slivers towards your neck. Horak overcomes you as you realise the red snake is a Tysian mud hunter, an extremely venomous and aggressive predator. Pick a number, bonus of 65, 20 from agility, 10 from luck, and 35 from woodmanship. What happens? 150. You manage to take hold of the head of the mud hunter and fling the deadly snake from your torso. The fearsome reptile lands on the ground several yards away and slivers off into the tall grass as you breathe a sigh of relief. Alright, what's next? Your court quickens, your pulse quickens and your mind races. Realise your wicked crone is about to unleash another attack upon you. Oh, it's another red snake. Yes, anyway, so what happens here is he has different 
it has a different trap for you for every one of your skills and powers that you have. Uh, I just got lucky and he, <laughs> he got two snakes. So same trick again. And I throw it and I throw it out. It's about your pulse quickens and your mind races as you realize your wicked clone is about to unleash another attack upon you. Your deadly clone mutters something under his breath and almost at once a deathly twills. Chill sweeps the field, realizes immediately he is called upon his power of necromancy. The earth in front of your clone erupts, shouting you with dirt and debris as a helm skeleton rises out of the ground. The sword-wielding, fleshless, undead wire hisses loudly as it strides towards you, eager to do the wicked bidding of its summoner, the skeletal champion. Skeletal champion slashes at you with his sword. Its sword, that is. Keep slashing, I keep bashing. Pile of bones! 6 XP. The clone grumbles as you sent his summoned minion down to defeat. Your pulse quickens and your mind races as you realise your wicked clone is about to unleash another attack upon you. The clone slowly raises his left hand and levitates a sizable rock out of the field. Then, thrusting his arm forward, he sends the stone hurtling through the air towards you with unnerving velocity and accuracy. He's using telekinesis this time. And I can pick a number. Bonus of 46. 20 from agility. 10 from luck. And 16 from telekinesis. No fair. He gets to use magic and I don't. Alright. Pick a number. Alright. 80. This amazing display of agility, you nimbly dodge the hurled rock. Heavy stone lands with a loud thud in the field behind you. Your pulse quickens and your mind races as you realise your wicked clone is about to unleash another attack upon you. Your clone closes his eyes tightly, mutters something himself as his shadow begins to lengthen and change shape. Realise he is called upon his formidable power of shadow magic. <gasps> Solendor knows about shadow magic! Oh my, oh my. The clone's shadow continues to stretch and broaden to its transformed into the dark silhouette of a massive, hideous beast. Your heart races as you step forward to boldly engage the powerful shadow beast. It's a massive shadow beast. But I fight it nevertheless as the shadow beast roars as it swipes at you. And me, and your pronoun. A brutal stroke, but nevertheless it is slain. I lost three health, I'll just heal that. The clone grumbles as you send his summoned minion down to defeat. Your pulse quickens and your mind races as you realise your wicked clone is about to unleash another attack upon you. Your, your clone draws two bone-handled knives and seizing them by the blades, he expectly hurls the weapons at you. 
All right, picking a number. Bonus of 47. 20 from agility, 10 from luck, and 17 from thievery. And pick it. 80. With amazing damage good of agility, coupled with a fair amount of luck, you nimbly dodge the pair of hurled knives. Your clone laughs and bows deeply, for the gesture is certainly performed in a mocking fas- fashion. I commend you for surviving my little tantrum, he says, grinning wickedly in his eyes now. Arrow. No more playtime. The time has come for you to learn a valuable, much-needed lesson in armed combat. Without another word, your clone draws his weapon, the shimmering silver mace, and you finish, and you prepare for what has to makings of a brutal fight to the finish against a foe that is every bit your equal. I fight Zoop, and I'm Zoop. No, no, I'm Zoop. No, I'm Zoop. No, I'm Zoop. Well, we shall see. Whoever wins is the real Zoop. I hope it's me. Because that would be weird if, if, if this guy is illusionary evil version of me just took over my life. <laughs> Begin combat. Now, there's some... There's, now, I said I was making preparations last time. And one of them was buying something called a Blessing of Protection. Now that protects you from all damage for a few rounds. Which gives me just the edge I need to finish this off. Ooh, your clone mimics nearly every move as he mercilessly attacks you. The enemy lays a particularly brutal stroke on me for 15 damage. Okay, using another blessing of protection. Three rounds of protection. Alright. One, two. Oh, ah! Just went into bat battle mode. Battle rage in that. Oh, that didn't last very long. Alright. I'm out of blessings of protection, just gonna have to fight him normally and hope hope I don't get Ah He's winning! He's winning! Ah Don't lose! Ah! Brutal stroke for nine damage! <sighs> Slain Slain Not me not not me Zoop the other Zoop The other Zoop is slain that was close. Yeah, I think this one actually gets tougher if you fight it later on. Because the lot more more HP you have, the less the, the less the amount you can take down, the more more likely it is that he will use specials while you're whittling him down. And you have slain your foe. 136 XP. The moment you land the killing blow, your, your clone's body shimmers brightly and vanishes. Your surroundings immediately begin to shift and blur. 
Your surroundings come swiftly back into focus, and you once again find yourself standing in the middle of the tournament field. The raucous cheers of the large crowd that has gathered to witness your final challenge in the tournament swell to a deafening roar. You turn to your right and spot Solondor making his way towards you, his face wet-bearing a wide grin as his hands raised in the air to salute your victory. Which was a very close one thing indeed. It's beyond all my expectations, he cries, joyously wringing your hands as he meets you in the middle of the field, begins to escort you to the eastern edge, where a gathering cloud is eager to steal a closer view of the tournament champion. You are indeed worthy of the tales of valour that precede you. Come, let us move over this way. There's someone of no import, no small import, wishes to congratulate him. Who could it be? A thane, perhaps? Maybe some ancient hero, Tallies? Who could it be? Who could it be? As you reach the eastern side of the toilet field, you become aware of a large procession of armoured guards clearing a path through the teeming crowd. The broad column of men strides up to you and quickly parts, for in the midst of their ranks steps a broad-shouldered, grey-bearded man, round whose head is fitted a circuit of gold and platinum. Instinctively, you bend your knee before the man, whose deep-set, kindly eyes peer out from beneath beneath a bushy grey, bushy grey-handled. He is King Wenwold the beloved monarch who has long occupied the throne of Tysa. The king motions for you to rise, and when you do, he sets forward, and he shakes a shoulder across. <gasps> it's the king! Oh my! At long last, says King Wendell, smiling, though to lay my eyes upon the bold adventure whose name has so often been brought to my attention. I dare say this kingdom and all who make themselves a home with its borders must be thankful, even at the dawn of the age, to send to bring darkness and terror. You have men like yourself for whom to draw, inf- draw inspiration and hope. You have my unending gratitude, Soup. You politely thank the king for his kind words, and he proceeds to congratulate you on your victory in Solondor's tournament. I've known this trickster for quite a few years, last King Wenwold, placing his hand on Solander's shoulders. But I confess, i never seen someone take his masterful illusions to task as you have. Yours is a remarkable achievement, Soup. King Wenwold demisses those around him, including Solander, pulls you aside. He knows his voice, and focuses intently on your face, speaks to you in a hushed tone. I mean every word of what I said, Soup, he says. I do not choose my words lightly to suit the hour or the mood. They are chosen to convey my conviction about things I feel worthy of my intention. That which I consider worthy of all else, the sovereignty of my kingdom, and the safety and livelihoods of this kingdom, which are both threatened by the encroaching shadows of this new age, with every day that passes... You promptly offer the king your services as it eventually smiles. You are as diplomatic and tactful as you are brave and dangerous, he says. 
I shall ask your leave to dispatch to you a summons to my court in the near future. I feel there are a good many things we can accomplish together, Soup, for the betterment of all that we hold dear. You politely tell the king he may summon you without reservation, and he nods. King Werewolf again meets you in the shoulder cross and congratulates you on your victory before turning and moving away through the crowd, surrounded by his personal guard. Oh my. Oh my, oh my. I'm gonna... I'm gonna get quests from... I, I might just receive requests from the king himself. Oh my. Those are sure to be very important quests and possibly highly rewarding. The, the festivities at the Dragon Hill Fields in the wake of your victory in this tournament last long into the night. As the crowd begins to dwindle and your shoulders are beginning to feel the effects of them being crossed more times than you can count. Sonador comes up to you, tells him in a few days you shall meet him back here in the tournament grounds, which time he prepared a selection of his legendary, almost mythical, phantom pieces, which you may choose a, a weapon and a piece of armour. Solandor then gives you the gold portion, the reward for having completed the tournament. 10,000 gold tokens! Nice. If you ever happen across another one of our tournaments in your travel, don't even entertain the thought of entering it, you lass. I have my reputation to uphold, after all. You bid Solandor farewell and set off on your way. Congratulations, Zoop! Completing all 20 rounds of Solandor's Grand Wind of Illusions was no small feat. Your metal was severely tested and you certainly answered the call. For your heroic efforts, you have earned an experience award. Receive it. 4,096 experience to general. Your, your trials during the tournament also served to correctly hone all your abilities. See the next one. 3,072 experience to all skills and powers. Whee! That's a lot. That's very nice. Solandor's Grand Wing of Illusion tournament is now over. Be sure to watch for an announcement that will indicate when you may return to the Dragon Hill Fields and choose one of Solandor's legendary phantom items as the final reward for your victory. Well done, Soup. Okay, Westing, just in case. All right, all right, I'm in Trithic right now. Back to the Dragon Hill Fields. Yes, I've got to pick up these phantom. The tournament grounds at Dragon Hill Fields are all but deserted. Only a handful of labourers remain here, toiling to remove the last elements of Solandor's Grand Wing, Grand Wing of Illusion tournament. All right, I'm going to visit Solandor. Maybe he has something for me. I think he should. He said he would. Solidor is glad to see you, but you're quick to learn that there have been others inquiring about you today here at the Dragonfield Hills. 
the most recent inquiry sonnet that tells you, came within the hour preceding you, your arrival. A tall, lean fellow it was, is the master illusionist. His facial expression betraying the fact that the encounter has left him somewhat shaken. Or not in the least a timid sort, but he had hard eyes, this one. Eyes that make one melt in one's own boots. I will not soon forget them. I dare say that as like as not, it was just some roving scoundrel. One can't be too cautious these days. Well then, on to more cheerful things. Solandor wastes no time presenting you with the two items you've won by completing all 20 rounds of this grand ring of illusion tournament. You gaze in wonder at the two faint grey shapes that slip out the cloth sack he's carrying and come to rest on the ground at your feet. They're a bit slippery to hang on to, but you'll not find any more like them anywhere in the realms. There you have them, a phantom weapon and a piece of phantom army. They're both the same, you see, just trained for different applications. Alright, what is a phantom weapon? This barely visible silhouette will complement any weapon you find yourself wielding. This phantom weapon changes shape to fit whatever weapon you're currently wielding and will augment the weapon's properties. The phantom meth weapon can be used with any weapon, including the limbs of your body if you're fighting unarmed. And what is the phantom armour? This barely visible piece of armour will complement any piece of armour you choose to attach it to. After several failed attempts to pick up the slick, largely transparent items, which are as light as air, having almost no substance to them, you manage to grab hold of them. Solidor tells you the phantom weapon will always cloak your wielded weapon, or your arms and legs if you're fighting unarmed, and that the phantom armour will cloak whichever piece of worn armour you wish. You can dispel you can dispel them, mind you, says Billy. Should you wish to have them not cloaking anyway, though I can't rightly see sense in that, you can train them too, Zoo, making them even more useful. Yes, yes, they're quite a pair. No need to thank me, though. You've earned them beyond all doubt. To use your phantom weapon or phantom armour, travel to a safe location and use the item. Solidor bids you farewell, reminds you to be on the lookout for a stranger left him with an unsettled feeling. I should hope we meet again someday, my friend, he says, bowing graciously and rising to meet you in a shoulder cross. May your adventures be many, your wits stay sharp, and your feet find a nice warm fire to stretch out in front of. Fare thee well. With that, you wave your... your you wave to the master luge before turning and once again setting off on your way. Okay, time to have a look at these these items. Alright, I'm gonna first I'm gonna look at the phantom weapon. Gonna use it. Okay, the phantom weapon will automatically cloak any weapon you're wielding. Including your arms and legs if you're fighting unarmed. The Phantom Weapon will provide a one bonus of one per level to all MR, SP and stat modifiers of any wielded weapon. 
your phantom weapon is currently a level one. It's not currently in use. I'm going to summon it first. And that increased my MR by one. And my SP by one too. The thin grey silhouette of your phantom weapon suddenly appears and swiftly covers your shimmering silver mace. Alright, I'm going to increase it to the maximum level. 2048 to get to level 2. Increase it once more. 4096 to get to level 3. And once more. 8092 to get to level 4. And that's as high as it goes. Because it's, it's rising exponentially. So if it went much higher, it would get pretty ridiculous. Pretty soon. Alright, so that is... That's just going to stay on whatever weapon I'm wielding at the time. And right now, I'm just clicking on my silver mace. It gives me four... More melee waiting, four more cinema points, four more body, four more mind, and four more spirit. Or it would if they weren't already at the maximum level. What happens if I change my weapon to Tiliara's staff? No. No, 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 no. That. It just. It. For some reason, your weapons do not. You put it on a weapon, it doesn't boost the MR, the NV, for reasons. Alright, go back now. Now let's have a look at the armor. Now, Phantom Armor. Where are you? Where are you, are you Phantom Armor? There you are. Can use it. Now I'm going to level it up first. That's level two. Level three. Now leveling to four for another 8,092 experience. But it's a good thing I just got a lot of experience from all these rounds and other things. Yeah, like finishing Proving Grounds 5, lots of experience for that. Okay, now I've got just over 100,000 experience left. I guess that's plenty. Why is the level 4 now? What should I put it on? Now, think about this, this, uh, this phantom armor. Because it raises whatever stats... Whatever stats the wing provides. The piece of armor provides. So, what you want isn't a piece of armor, a powerful piece of armor. You want a piece of armor that provides a lot of different stats. So, preferably, you want one that raises at least your NV, your MR, your SP, and your NV. And I just, and a good one for that is Woundskin's Wing. And there we are. That has boosted 
my my eh, by putting it on that, my melee wasting is boosted by four, SP boosted by four, and Neville Reserve has been boosted by four. And that is very nice. Just gonna go back. Yeah, and that's going to... And of course, if I ever say don't need the wound skin's wing anymore, I can put it on something else. Or if I have something against being more powerful, I could dispel it. So now, also, a new adventure has turned up in Talinus. The Twin Blades. Now that is the adventure where you do a favour... Where the king calls in his favours. Well, well, it's not really a favour of the king. He, he doesn't need to... He just... He calls in his summons. He summons you to deal with a problem. Because when you're a medieval king, you can do that. But that... I'm going to put that off for a little while. Now, what the next... Next one... Fame Poland has more tasks for me, and I will be doing them next. And it's a, and that leads to more adventure than I could, to more adventure than you could shape a shake a shimmering silver magsat. It's but for that is a th is for next time. But until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.